my heart, and you need God to speak to yours. Yes. And uh, I'm going to preach a message this morning. The Lord's been dealing with me for several weeks about, and uh, just really helped me this week in my study. Luke chapter number 13, and we will begin reading in verse number 10. Luke chapter 13 and verse number 10. If you're there, say Amen. amen. The Bible said, and he, talking of Christ, was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity eighteen years, and was bowed together, and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thine infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. If I could this morning, I'm going to preach a simple thought, but one I believe will help you. And here's what I'm dealing with this morning in this thought. She came in crooked. But she left out straight. She came in crooked. Well, glory to God. I said she came in crooked. But she left out straight. And y'all remember the day you came in crooked. But you left out straight. I'm glad he's still in the business of straightening people out. I'm glad he's still taking lives that are crooked and straightening them out. If the Lord will help us this morning, I'm going to preach on that thought. She came in crooked, but she left out straight. Pray with me and for me this morning. Father, we love you. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to be in your house one more time. Oh, great God in heaven, I pray that you'd help me this morning. I pray, God, for power nuptial, Lord. I, I cannot do this alone, but Lord, if you'll help me this morning, God, I'll preach what you give me, Lord. I I pray, God, that you touch me and use me for thy glory. Lord, I'm looking at people that need help this morning. And so, God, if you would, please come by our way one more time. Touch us for thy glory and for thy glory alone. And for what you do in this service, in this place, I'll be the first one to thank you. In Jesus' name I do pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated this morning. She came in crooked. But she left out straight. It is here in Luke's gospel where we find the Lord Jesus is teaching in the synagogue on the Sabbath day. Among those who were there that day, the Word of God specifically tells us about a woman who is vexed with an infirmity for the past 18 years. The Bible said that this woman had been bound up and bowed over by none other than the devil. Look with me in verse 16 this morning. Look with me in verse 16. Luke 13, 16, the Bible said, And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, who Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years. I want you to understand something this morning. This was nothing that was inherited. This is nothing that she had a choice or she had some way around. But the devil himself had made this woman crooked, had bowed this woman over, and had bound this woman up. May I say you better know that the devil is still in the business of making good people crooked and making good people bound and making good people get bowed over. It's an infirmity of the devil. I'm looking at a bunch of people this morning that you know the devil's after you. But I want to remind you, the Bible said in 1 Peter 5, 8, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, is as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. I'll just be honest with you this morning. I'm about fed up with seeing the devil devour people. I'm about fed up with seeing people that know the right way and know the right thing. Get messed up, get crooked, get bowed over and bound up. I'm trying to take it this morning. You may not come in here and have it all together. You may not have everything just right. 
You may not have what you used to have, but my God, you can come in crooked, but you can leave out straight. That the Lord Jesus is still in the business of making the crooked things straight. He'll loose you from being bound up. May I say we're living in a day and hour where the devil has unleashed devices like never before. Help me somebody. He is still the master distractor. Amen. He's still the master deceiver. And he's still the master destroyer. He's not sitting in a corner twiddling his thumbs. You know what the devil knows? His days are numbered. He knows he's running out of time. Just any day now, glory to God. The trump of God's going to sound. And the day of is going to rise first. Then we which are alive. I know it's dark and dim. I know things are looking bad. But honey, listen listen to me and hear me and hear me well. We're just one day away from crossing over Jordan's fair land. There'll be no more dying over there. There'll be no more divorce over there. There'll be no more demons over there. There'll be no more deception over there. There'll be no more desertion over there. There'll be no more devil over there. There'll be no more doubt over there. I'm trying to tell you. He's fixing to straighten this thing out for He's fixing to take a bunch of crooked lines and straighten them out side of glory. He's in the business of making the crooked straight. He's in the business of taking the bow. Y'all understand what she is, don't you? The Bible says she's bowing. Satan bowing. Is anybody bowing? Has anybody ever felt like when he walked in church and walked in like this? Has anybody ever felt like when the fire was singing and you wanted to shout but you couldn't because you was walking through life like this. Hey, the devil's done come by and convince you hey, that it's over and he's done convince you your chances are. He's done convince you that there's no hope. He's done convince you that prayer's not going to get answered. He's done convince you your marriage is not going to get better. He's done convince you that paper child's not coming home. He's done convince you you're never going to have joy again. He's done convince you you're never going to serve him like you did. He's done convince you that everything that you desire cannot come true. You're bound up and bound over. You're crooked, friend. Your eyes ain't looking where they used to look. Your spirit's not acting and feeling like it used to feel. You're down. You feel deserted. You feel hey. You feel like you don't have the, the, the strength to go another mile because you've been bound up. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the same God today. He's the same God in 2021. And he in Luke 13. He might have come in crooked on it, but you can leave that straight. You don't have to go off the way you came in. You don't have to go off the way you came in. You don't have to go home the way you came in. I can remember as 18 year old boy I came in crooked <laughs> I'm about to throw my shoe at somebody I came in crooked But I left that straight I'll never forget the day Brother Banks I was your boy's age or younger than him I come in God have mercy I think Brother Paulus, you remember, I come in, brother. I was crooked man. I done made a mess of my life. I done made a mess of my future. I done made a mess of my present. And I done made a mess of my past. I was crooked, good neighbor. I was crooked man. I mean, my God, I was bound up. Felt like there was no way out. Glory be to God that I remember when 12 or 13 acres of heaven my soul. Righteousness for his name's sake. I'm trying to tell you.
Amen. Amen, crooked. She don't got to lean that way. She came in crooked, but she left out straight. She came in crooked, but she left out straight. May I say, by her being bowed over, her sight has been shifted. She's no longer looking up, she's looking down. That's what the devil, ain't he good at that? The devil's bowed something all over and you, you ain't looking up no more. That's right. All you can see is the world. Yeah. All she can see was what was right beneath her. May I remind you the word of God said to set not your affections on things down here. Yeah. But set them on things. But you don't know why nobody can have any hope in heaven. You don't know why them songs about I'm just over in the glory land on that don't serve me around like you do because they're bowed over. Her sight has been shifted when the devil's got a hold of you. You can't see the things of God. You can't see the hey. You can't see the things God wants you to see. Your sight has been shifted. She can only move her eyes up so far. And there's a cutoff in her life. She can only see so high. But my friend, when God stood her up and she got her sight back. By the way, the Bible still says uh, where there is no vision uh, that the people will perish. Uh, I'm trying to tell you this morning, I thank God uh, for every home and every family that's here. But I'm not satisfied. Uh, there's still a whole world of sin going to hell. There's still a whole world of problems going to hell. And our sight was renewed as an 18-year-old boy when God loosed me and lifted me. I've got a Therefore, yeah, right. the people yeah, right. oh, yeah. Amen. You can't look to God when you're bound up. Not only is her side shifting, but then I want you to see by being bound up. Secondly, her spirit is shaken. Her sight has been shifted. Are y'all listening? Yes, But her spirit has been shaken. Y'all remember when you had a whole lot more joy in the Lord than you do now? Yeah. Let me tell you something. This lady was enjoying life before she got bound up. That's right. She could walk just like everybody else was walking. She could look like everybody else was looking. She could do with the things that everybody else was doing. Does it ever bother you when so-and-so across the church is weeping and crying and shouting and you don't feel nothing? Does it ever bother you when they're up here singing and the glory of God falls and that you can't hardly move or get out of your seat? Does that ever bother you? I'm going to tell you what happened to you. Somewhere down the line you got bound up, bound up. You've been made crooked by the devil for 18 years, this woman. Her sight was shifted, but now her spirit's shaken. She can't enjoy the things that she used to. I'm going to tell you, listen to me, friend. There's still water to be found in the well. There's still blood flowing from the man. His mercies and His grace are new every morning. The Bible still says He daily loadeth us with His benefits. My God, don't let the devil convince you that it's over. As long as you've got breath in your body and God sitting on His throne, it ain't over till God says it's over. It's not over, friend. Your spirit can be renewed when God makes the crooked straight. Her spirit's been shaken. She's no longer enjoying life. She's enduring it. Any of y'all ever had to endure a Christian life? Yes. But that's the Bible, by the way. The Bible still says to endure hardness as a good soul. I've endured it, but I'll just be honest with you. I'd a whole lot rather enjoy it. I've endured my marriage. And she's endured our marriage. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't perfect. You keep all the devil too, friend. I've had to endure. I've had to endure my marriage. And she's had to endure. But, but thank God right now I'm enjoying it. Hey, man. I can tell you that with a clear heart and a clear conscience. Honey, I'm glad have to be wedded to my lovely wife. I mean that with every breath in my body. In my opinion, that's the greatest woman God's ever birthed on that planet. I mean, thank God I'm happy this morning. And may I say more than I should be content with her and in love with her or her and me. May I remind you that God purchased the bride with his own blood. I don't want to be out of fellowship with the bridegroom. I want to enjoy this thing. I want to enjoy my relationship. I want to enjoy when he comes by in my 
The reason some of y'all don't enjoy it and you're in the place of enduring it, it's not God's fault. It's not the preacher's fault. It's not your neighbor's fault. Quit playing a blame game. And just realize you're crooked. You're bound up. You're bound over. But thank God you can leave out of here straight down. He can straighten you out this Greatest day of my life, that's how he didn't say it was the day he straightened me out. She came in crooked, but she left out straight. Her sight's been shifted, her spirit's been shaken, her steps have been slowed. You tell you what you do when you get out there and sit with God, you stunt your growth. I've done it. I've done it too. I spent four years out of church, out of the will of God. You know what I did? I stunted. Right. I slowed. See, there is a way it says right to man, then there are the ways of destruction. But there is a good way, a straight way. The Bible said that straight is the way. Alright? It's narrow, it's straight, it's not broad, it's not wide, it's straight. And if you're going to progress or progress with God in your walk as a child of God, as the bride of Christ, you cannot go through this thing bound up. You've got to be loose. It slowed her steps. Right. I'll tell you what you do as long as you let the devil keep you bound over, bound up, and you live life, you live the same a child of God in a crooked position. I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to slow the steps. You're not going to get where God wants you in the time that you could have because you're bound up. Hey, listen, friend, ain't you glad that there is a solution? I mean, it'd be different if there was not an answer for this. It'd be different if there was not a way out. Is in the church house. Here comes a woman that's crooked, and as soon as she makes contact with the Lord Jesus, she leaves out straight. You can leave out straight. She came in crooked, but she left out straight. Is there anybody here that has been where this woman is? Is there anybody here that is in the shape that this woman is? Are you crooked? Are you bound up? Are you bound over? Big John? You can leave out of your strength. Thank you, Lord. Had Jesus not been in the temple that day, she would have left the same way she came. I got news for you, friend. He's here just like he was there. He's in the house. Won't you let him? Won't you let him help you this morning? Won't you let him help you this morning? I know I've been there. I've been bound up, bowed over, crooked. I've been desperate. I've been, I've been deceived. I've been misled. I, I've been all those times, all those places where the devil had me bowed over, where I was walking through life crooked. But thank God that there is a day in my life where God straightened me. Glad he still take a crooked life and make it straight. As I look around today, I see a room full of people over the last six and a half years that came in crooked. But I've watched God straighten you out. And I also see some more folks in this room today. You're crooked right now. That don't make you a second class citizen. That don't make you that week you ain't on the back burner in the church. Help somebody. That don't make you a little less. That don't make us a little more. It just simply means, hey, that's why I'm preaching what I'm preaching. Because the same God that straightened me out and straightened you out. The same God that forgave me, forgive you. The same God that restored me, restore you. The same God that used me after he shouldn't have can use you after he shouldn't. I'm trying to tell you, God. Hallelujah! He's still straight with people. I've watched him do it too many times. I've done seen it happen too many times for you to convince me otherwise. He straightened you out. He straightened you out. My God, look around, people. Would y'all look around? Second row. You talk about crooked as a dog's hind leg. Actually, Hamilton was bound up, bowed over the crooked, friend. You talk about being bound, son. She'll testify. Mama will testify. She was bound. Yeah, oh yeah. 
I'm just going to get to the message. How can I get straightened out? I'm crooked, Lord. I'm crooked. What, what do I got to do to get straightened out? Number one, I want to say, if you're going to get straightened out, number one, I want you to notice you have to be in the right place. Are you listening to me? Look at verse 10. You don't take my word for it. Look at verse 10. Luke 13, 10. Shelby, read that for me. Verse 10. How many? One of them. One place, man. One place. They was other synagogues. Yeah. Stay with me right here now. Don't fall off the train. We ain't, we ain't landed yet. There's other synagogues, but he's only in one of them. In other words, Brother Dad, she could have went to any of the other synagogues and she left out the same way she came. Because there's not a high priest, there's not a prophet, there's not a there's not a deacon, there's not a preacher, there's not a choir that can make this crooked woman straight. If there was, she wouldn't have lived 18 years that way. How can I get straightened out? You better get in a place where God's at, neighbor. You better get under the spell when the glory comes out. You better stay close to the place where he is. You must be in the right place. May I say she was in the right church. It's obvious by looking at her text that there were other options that day. There were other options that were available. But only one had the presence and the power of God. May I say, my friend, we're living in a day and hour that it's getting harder and harder to find a church where God attends. Are you listening? We've got a whole bunch of places, honey. But very few God shows up where God can make the crooked straight. You better go to the right place. It's the right place where you can get fixed. It's the right place where God can straighten you out. May I say I make no apology for boldly proclaiming that the Lord Jesus and the power of God it abides in this place. It's not because of me. It's not because of you. But God in His mercy and His grace shows up and shows up every single week. That's how y'all got straightened out. That's how you got straightened out. Think, Brother Josh. That's right. It's him. It ain't the choir. It's him. It ain't the pews. It ain't the sign. It's him. That's right. Mamas and daddies, you better listen to me. You better be real careful about leaving the place of God. Amen. You're saying it right. You're saying it right. You better be real careful. Brother John, threatening me. No, I'm informing you. I'm warning you. Warning you now. You better be real careful. Hey, man. You got all these little contemporary boys. Yes, sir. They got the programs. They got the pamphlets. They got the. They got the. They got the productions. They got all that stuff on the table. They don't have the presence of God. They don't have the power of God. Hey, man. We'll tell you about all this other family-owned and operated church. 
They got the preachers, they got the piano, they got the people, they got the views, but they're missing the pie. Listen, it don't matter, I don't care how good the people are, I don't care how nice the preacher is, you better hear me. I, I know people with me say, my God, he looks ticked off the whole time. I can't help how I look, but I'm going to make you one thing, I'm going to make you one promise. I may not have the brightest, biggest personality, but I've got a heart that I'll preach that Bible. I am You ain't never going to get help until you realize you got an issue. 
It amazes you. You know, one thing this woman could not deny was she was bound up. She was aware of her problem. Yeah. Yeah. Man, sir, why is it in this day and hour when a preacher gets up and preaches and deals with your problems that people get mad? Yeah. Do you get mad at the doctor when you go and you, you, you've been not feeling well and he tells you, well, Brother John, I mean, I hate to inform you, but you've got, you've got a real bad ear infection. Do you step back and say, how dare you, doc? <laughs> How dare you? You say, I've got an ear infection. But you know who I am? You don't do that. You say, thank you. I just found that problem. No what we're going to do about it. Huh? Right. Yeah. All this could do me? I've never in my life seen such a bunch of soft-tailed right. soft back. Listen, sitting in the pew and God reveals their problem and they get mad at God about it. They get mad at the preacher. They get mad at the church. My God, you're supposed to come to church. By the way, he is the great physician in the text. And he's still the great physician. You, listen, the home don't need a physician, but they which are sick, you ought to realize and be aware of your problem so God can help you with it. People, we're going through life bound up and bound over. Every time the preacher preaches on being bound up and bound over, they say, I know who that was for. That's how good this is. Preacher comes in, preaches on being bound up, bound over, and they say, well, here they are. That's how they look. He sure got Sister Marilyn's number today, didn't he? This is how they're walking around. He got Brother Dave, son. I think nobody else said that Brother Dave did. And this is how they walk. You know what that is? That's the beam in the moat. That's what that is. That's the beam in the moat. He could not see he, all he could see was the moat in his brother's eye Amen. when he had a, a beam Amen. sticking out of his. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not the generation that we're living in? Yes. Well, it ain't my fault. I mean, if they hadn't done this, if they hadn't done that, I mean, look, look, let's go down. Listen, it is your fault. Amen. Come on. I need some amens, boys. It is your fault. Amen. I can't make Isaac do right or wrong. Right. I can move him and I, I can influence him, but at the end of the day, it's his decision if he's going to be faithful. It's his decision if he's going to serve God. It's his decision if he's going to follow the will of God. It's listen, we've got to quit blaming people and just own up and say, I've got problems. You've got to be in the right place, but you've got to be aware of your problems. That's right. Thirdly, she is aware of her problems, verse 11. May I say her place was correct. Listen to me right here. I'm going to move on to the third one in a minute. You know why a lot of people don't deal with their problems? Because they're in the right place. It don't stop there. You've got to be in the right place, but you've got to be aware of your problems. She's in the right place. She's in the correct place. Would you agree with me? She's there where God's at. Her place was correct, but her posture was crooked. Is it possible for people to come into a Bible-believing Baptist church where God is at right. and His presence and His power is evident. He's there and He can fix them and then leave out the same way they came? Absolutely. Yeah. Because if she don't think she's got an issue, she's not going to Christ to get her issue to yeah. And when you come in the right place but you're not aware of your problem, you leave out the same way you came. Thirdly, I've got time to preach all this like I want to. Well, yeah, let, let, let me back up. I'm going to put it in reverse right here. The Bible said, look, look with me in verse 11. Behold, there was a woman had a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together, could no wise lift up herself. Now, what about this? I want, I, want, I want to say two things here. I don't want to skip this. It's too good. I don't want to skip it. I want to say two things here. Number one, this woman was bowed over, bound up. She's crooked. But she's still at church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me give you two applications here. Number one, if this woman who's literally like this is faithful to church, I'm just going, I'm going to make some of y'all mad, but it just said, your headache don't need to keep you home. Uh oh. The devil's going to 
don't use those other kind of hands busted. Once you come to church, take these my broken and say, Preach my hands busted. Please ask the Lord to take it away. If he don't do what you got to do, but try. Amen. Amen. Ain't nobody preaching like that no more. But here's what I'm trying to tell you. What if she would let her condition keep her at home? You ever think that the devil is a headache that's going to keep you from either being living in your position or being loose from that position? Yeah. I wonder if the judgment seat of Christ, when we, when we stand before him and there's an issue you struggle with your whole life, you don't say, well, I dealt with that issue. You want to know why you didn't get help? Well, why, Lord? Because you just didn't feel like going that day. Amen. Are you listening? But John, you raise your hand, you want to get straight back to you better be at church. Right. right. Amen. Amen. Right. It ain't just for big John, that's for big Shelby, that's for big Harry, that's for big Dave, that's for all of them. You better be at church, but God. quit saying home for everything. Yeah. Uh, every time the dog yeah. crosses the road too fast or, or lightning bug lights on the on the front uh, of the car, you you right. listen to I'm trying to tell you, we got to be at church. If you want to get straightened out, you got to be in a place where you get straightened out. That's right. Amen. That's right. Well, Amen. I want the Lord to have His way in my life. Are you kidding me, Jack? How's He going to have His way when you ain't never give Him yours? Amen. You ain't going to be in His will till you give up your will. Right. I know, I know y'all ain't running today, but do you want straightened out or not? You want your home to be right? You want your marriage to be good? You want your children to be saved? You want your life to exalt and lift up Christ? Be in the right place. So He can straighten you out. So number one, that's one application. Number two, I want you to see she's at the church, okay? Uh, She's at at the synagogue. That's the word I'm looking for. In this condition. So we said, number one, quit missing church over a little thing. And then, you've got this group of people. Stay with me. Stay with me. Then we've got this group of people. Well, Brother John, I would come down there, but man, my life's a wreck. You could use your condition two different ways. You can use it as an excuse. You know, I, I preach this official way. Then the spiritual way. Right. She's bound up about oh. You ever notice that it's those who really need God the most? It's like I wasn't in this, you know. Come on, I wasn't so bad, so yet I'd come. How are you gonna get right with God? Right. I wasn't so bitter, I'd come, preacher. How are you gonna get rid of the bitterness? I hadn't made so many mistakes. I've got my God hates that you're gonna make a better future. Right. You don't come to church to get in church, you're gonna repeat yourself. Are you listening to me? Look, listen to me. I guess what I'm trying to say is this. Church is a real good place for crooked people to be. Because it's right here that God can straighten you out. Thirdly, I'm moving on. I'm hurrying and going. How are you going to get straightened out? Be in the right place. Be in the right place. Be aware of your problem. Thirdly, be obedient to the physician. You need to be here. Be in the right place. And you need to be aware of your problems. But when God speaks to you about your problems, you need to respond. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. Luke 13, 12. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Verse 13. And he laid his hands on her. And when Jesus saw her, he called her. What's it say? Verse 12, when Jesus saw her, he called her to him. I got three of you. Where the rest y'all at? When Jesus saw her, he called her to him. All the way you're ever going to get straightened out is to go towards him. Isn't it amazing that God can have your number, your heart beats out of your chest, your palms are sweaty, you got sweat running down your back, and your hair is standing up, and God's saying, Come here. You're not straight. I'm going to straighten you out. Come here. You're about it. My God. You know she's miserable, don't you? Yeah. You imagine walking through life like this? You know she's miserable. And listen, when you're not straight with God, you're miserable too. Yeah. 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 
you, 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 you can smile all you want. You can raise your hand all you want. You can testify all you want. We're going to step further. You can preach all you want. There's a whole lot of preachers that get straight down. Amen. There's a whole bunch of stands in a pulpit, and if we could see their spiritual posture, it'd be like this. Right. Don't know why they never get help. They're not obedient to the physician. You ever went to the doctor, dog sick, and he said, Right here's what you need. Come here, we're going to give you a shot. And you knew it was going to help him say, No, I don't want a shot. I just come to hear about all my problems. I don't want them fixed. I come to make sure I have strep throat, but I don't want to do Think a word about it. So much sense this makes. When God calls you and God speaks to you, listen, it's, it's, it's very important to be in the right place. It's very important to be aware of your problems. But thirdly, you have to be obedient Amen. to the voice of the physician. Amen. Brother Chris, if he says repent, repent. Hey, some people's bound up and it ain't because they're in sin. It's because it's not what they're doing, it's what they're not doing. God tells you to shout, you never will. You're bound up. That's right. You're constricted. The devil's got a hold on you. you, you you're too afraid to say amen. You're too afraid to say hallelujah. You're too afraid to get up and take a lap for me just to prove that you will. You know what that is right there? That's embarrassing to your flesh. Take another, son. That's embarrassing to your flesh. Your flesh don't like that. My flesh don't like that. Why? Why should we do what God says to do? When He tells you to take a lap, take a lap. When He tells you to shout, shout. Are you listening? You're binding yourself up when you refuse to be obedient. She came in crooked, but she left that straight. Three, three reasons so far. How are you going to get straightened out, be in the right place, be aware of your problems, be obedient to the voice of the physician? He calls her and she comes. Any of y'all ever sit there when God was calling you and didn't come? Don't look at me like that. We've all done it. God's got your number and says, Come. Not today. And you know what? When you do that, you leave out crooked just like you came in crooked. That's right. If you listen to his voice and come to him, he'd take the crooked life and make it straight. Fourthly, I'm hurrying through these. How are you going to get straightened out? Be in the right place. Be aware of your problems. Be obedient to the voice of physician. Number four, beg for a touch of God and power. Look at verse 13. Luke 13, 13. Y'all all right? And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. He touched her. You know the you know you want to know the must? If you're going to get straight and out and live that way, you've got to get a touch of God. You've got to have the power of God. She's in the right place. She's aware of her problems. She's obedient to the physician. But now she's in a place where she's got a touch of God and the power that God is resting upon her. You know what happened to me as an 18-year-old boy? He touched me. Yes. Y'all remember that old song, don't you? Yes. I probably don't remember the words. Help me. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. And oh, the joy that floods my soul. Something. It happened. Amen. Touch me again, Lord, in this very hour. 
don't know the rest of the song, but it's good. Amen. Touch me again, Lord. Hey, you know what we need? You say, oh, he touched me. He touched me, and I was like, hey, but you know what I needed this morning when I woke up? I'm going to steal a little something. Sometimes when he touches you, yes, sir. you know what he does? Remember what he did to Jacob? Right. Come on, somebody. When he touched Jacob, Brother Chris, he gave him a lamp. You want to know how Jacob could shout? It wasn't over all the good times. Can you imagine being like this your whole life? And he says, all right, you're in the right place. You aware of your problem? Yes, sir. All right, come here. Okay, I'll be obedient to the physician. Touch. The Bible said immediately. Yeah. Isn't yeah. that what it says in King James Bible? Yes, sir. It said immediately. What verse is that? Verse 13. 3 4. Uh, and he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Hey, I need straight out. You want to get straight out real quick? So quick, it's going to be immediately. No, we're lacking, Mr. Nick. Today's churches and today's preachers ain't got the touch. That's right. Ain't got touch. Ain't got touch. Hey, man. They know they know it all. It's all right here, but they ain't got the touch. Ain't got the touch. Thank you, Lord. That's why they're still crooked. That's why they're still bowed over. While it's still bound up. Somebody needs to crawl in an altar today. I ain't just talking to preachers, by the way. That's this touch is for all of y'all. Somebody needs to beg God for a touch and pattern. That's God, if you never do nothing with me, please touch me, Lord. You know what, you know what follows that, that begging plea for the touch of God? Notice with me now. I'm, I'm hurrying. I'm not in a hurry, but I'm hurrying. Once you get a touch from God, look at verse 13. You know what you'll start doing? You'll begin to praise. Amen. I wonder why some of y'all keep praising the way y'all too. You ain't never had a touch. Amen. Look at verse 13. Read it with me. Read it with me. And he laid his hands on her and immediately, there's the touch, and immediately she was made straight and what? When you get made straight, honey, you're going to let somebody know about it. I ain't stopped from the day the Lord made me straight at 18 years old. He straightened my life. He took me to be bound up and bowed over. He straightened me up. I came in crooked. But I left out straight. I've not stopped telling the world since it happened. Why? Because he really did make the crooked thing straight. That's right. He really did straight out. Yes, sir. Not only is God going to hear about it, everybody else is there. Amen. She glorified God. But then lastly, I'm skipping through all this. I've got preaching on all of these. I ain't preaching on them all. Lastly, I want to say this. You're going to get straightened out. She came to the church that's straight. Number one, you must be in the right place. Number two, be aware of your problems. Number three, be obedient to the position. Number four, beg God for touch and power. But then number five, and I'm done. You know what you better do? You better be ready for the Pharisees. Amen. Where's that at, Brother Dax? It's 14. in verse uh, 14. Yes, sir. Read, read them through there, and I'll tell you when to stop. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation, because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath days, and said unto the people, There are six days in which men ought to work, and then therefore come and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. Then the Lord answered him and said, Thou hypocrite, right. thou, go ahead, go ahead. Doth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose? His ox his ass. or his ass mm-hmm. from the stall and lead him away to water. And not, not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan hath bound, lo, these 18 years be loosed loose. from this bond on the Sabbath day. Hey, Pharisees, you know what they're interested in? Why, why was that said that Jesus loosed this woman? Well, don't you know it's a Sabbath day? Yeah. He said, Well, don't you know when you got up this morning, you ain't had to ride to church? Don't you know this morning when you got up and loosed your oxen and your asses and you you it's okay for you to have control and for you to loose an animal, but it's not okay for me to loose a woman that's been bound by the devil. You know what that's called? That is Phariseeism at its best. You get straightened out, listen to me. The Pharisees are coming. Because you don't know why. 
you're not under their thumb. Yeah, that's right. That's right. As long as they're doing the loosen, they're okay with the Sabbath day. Yeah. Are you listening? As long as they're untying stuff, as long as they're loosening things and leading things, and they're in charge, it's all good. Amen. But you let Jesus lose somebody. Amen. You let Jesus go over their authority. You let Jesus go over their people. You let Jesus go over their theology. The Pharisees are coming after you. You really get made straight, that religious crowd ain't going to be happy. Right. That's true. Now, if you'll stay tied up in their stall, right, yeah. they don't have no problem coming down on Sunday and loosening you, leading you, and tying you back up. That's right. But let Jesus do it. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all ain't, I don't think you like that like I like it. Let Jesus do it. Well, what happened to me at 18? Listen, I can't tell you the people I had say things like, Psh, I don't know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Still standing. Thank you, Lord. He won't make it. That preacher looked at me, then my boss. He said, John Strickland. This was his words. He said, in the authority and the power of the Holy Ghost. He said, You'll not make it more than two years. Thank you, Lord. Come on now. What happened? He wasn't getting to tie me up, none time me, walk me around. And then take me back and tie me up. When Jesus loosed me and I listened to yes. God over man, the yes. Pharisees started. Hey! Don't you know what day it is? It's a, this is a, any time but now would be good. You read the text, I ain't got time. But they say, is there not days before? I mean, is there not days after? Could you not have done this some other time? What now? Listen to me. God's time is never going to be the time of the Pharisees. It don't matter what day it's been on, Brother Dax, I believe it's all Mark that has something to say about it. Right. Amen. That had something to say about it. Listen to me. You might as well get ready. Stand up. Put your big boy britches on and say, bless God, I don't give a rip what they say. I'm not walking out of here the same way I came. I came in crooked, but I don't leave it out straight. Be prepared for the Pharisees. Anybody got a day in your life where God the Holy Ghost came by and loosed you? <laughs> I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer bowed. I'm no longer crooked. I've been made straight. Let's stand. Father, we love you.